What do you guys think about Shraddha Kapoor? Can I say your line? She's oh, God, hot. So hot. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you say that about most Bollywood actresses. That's why it's Michelle's line. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the Pago Janta Bollywood Weekly Podcast, where three idiots share their opinions and takes on upcoming movies, TV shows, and gossip. Hope you guys enjoy. Hey, guys. Today, we are going to give our first thoughts on the new Ranbir Kapoor Shraddha movie, Tu Juti Mein Makar, directed by Love Ranjan. We literally just watched this movie, uh, and we decided we're not going to talk about it until we record this pod. That was really hard for us because we have a lot of thoughts on it. <laughs> I guess overall, how did you like this movie? I feel like it's going to be different across the board. Because okay. I feel like all three of us had different experiences. I will say I walked in this movie with zero expectations of it being any good, given the reviews that I've seen online. But I enjoyed it. There were parts of the movie I hated, but I think overall it was just kind of a funny movie. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of a mixed bag on this movie. For me, the first half was, I don't know, I just, there was a lot about the first half that I didn't like. I had kind of given up hope on the movie by the time like intermission came around, but the second half kind of came in and swept me off my feet, you know, mm-hmm. like it was kind of a very charming second half. I still had problems with some stuff in the second half, which we'll probably talk about. But overall, I think the second half kind of saved the movie for me. Sounds like me and Shalu kind of had a similar experience because I just by based off the trailer, I, I thought I was going to hate this movie and i think i kind of might have judged that too early because i think i had a really good time watching this movie yeah um it's not a perfect movie same like shallow i had really low expectations and i knew there was going to be things that i didn't like but overall i actually had a lot of fun i totally agree with you the first half was not nearly as good as the second half but like you said shallow the comedy was really good definitely have some problems with it though but you know for what it's supposed to be like a rom-com i feel like this is probably one of the better rom-coms from bollywood we've gotten in i feel like years i can't even really remember the last one i totally agree i agree when we were watching it i was definitely getting ye javani hadivani vibes which you know we watch ye javani hadivani now and we're just like this is a crap movie <laughs> it's probably gonna be the same thing <laughs> but same thing yeah. is, i, I yeah. think like i think now we're more aware of what of what a crap movie is yeah but it was just a fun watch and i i honestly feel the same way about this movie as i did about Bataan, where i was just like laughing at it but i still enjoyed myself yeah. i think the comedy in this it just hit the right notes and it genuinely made me laugh and i did not expect that going in yeah the other thing that i didn't expect that was better than i thought it was going to be was ranbir kapoor and shraddha kapoor themselves i think Ranbir Kapoor especially gave a pretty good performance for his role. Yeah. Shraddha, I feel like in some of the emotional scenes was not that good, but I think they both did their roles injustice. Uh, and they actually had like decent chemistry, which which was something that I did not see from the trailer. So what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I, I definitely think that, I mean, normally Ranbir Kapoor is a decent actor for most of the movies, not all. <laughs> if he puts in the effort, he will do well. Um, And I think in this movie, like, he did put a little bit of effort. But yet again, I had no expectation for this movie, yeah. like acting-wise, plot-wise, you know, everything in general. 
So I think for what the movie was worth, I think Ranveer Kapoor did a pretty decent decent job. And Shraddha Kapoor, I thought she was okay. She wasn't great, but I thought she was okay in, in her overall performance. Yeah. Watching this movie, I definitely, again, got old school vibes with, from Ranveer Kapoor. There were parts of the movie where it felt, I don't know like how to describe it, but it was very theater in a way. If that makes sense. How's, oh, what do you mean by that? It was just over every, overdoing everything. Yeah, like over the top, you mean? Over the yeah. top. And when I say theater, I mean like when you're on, where, when you're on the theater stage, you kind of have to project and you have to like do one level over what you normally need to do. Yeah. And that's how everyone was acting in this movie. I agree with you. And actually the reason I asked you about that is because one part of the movie that I thought was interesting, but I also got a little annoyed <laughs> with it was the the freaking dialogues in the movie dude like it felt theater in the sense that every other scene some character in the movie had like a five minute monologue about some rant or they were just going on a rant and it was funny like i'm not gonna lie the dialogues were funny um but at the same time it was just like each person's just going off over and over again it was kind of exhausting yeah. So I could, I could definitely see where that theater thing is coming in and the, the over-the-top acting too. Yeah. I think that's a love Ranjan thing. Yeah. Like yeah, from like the Karthik days. And, yeah, uh, especially like with Bjarka Panchnama, the most famous scene is yeah. Karthik Aryan doing that monologue. Yeah. And so I think they're really just trying to phone that in because this writing is very witty. Yeah. So they, they're kind of like playing to their own strengths here and just trying to like put as much of that as possible. What was interesting to see with this movie was how well they did like the really long scenes where everyone's kind of like bantering back and forth. Yeah, it makes for a good family movie because it does at some some points. And I guess should we get into the spoilers of this movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, spoiler warning, uh, we're going to talk about some specific scenes of the movie now. For me, the standout scene in particular was actually like the last like 20 minutes of it. It felt like one long scene where it was kind of turned into this whole family chaotic uh episode where they're just kind of bantering back and forth but it also made for like the funniest scenes of the movie uh where i know all three of us were like laughing non-stop honestly i can't remember the last time that's happened yeah and so yeah definitely the writing is very witty here yeah the last 20 minutes of that entire movie was i would say the best part of the movie yeah because the comedic timing of yeah. all of everything that was going on was just perfect and I think the casting for the the family members for Rambir Kapoor's side was very well done. I thought like everyone nailed their roles. Dimple Kapadia was great. Boni Kapoor was great. For what it was worth, they all did a great job. And I genuinely enjoyed the last 20 minutes of that movie. Yeah, they were all really good. I thought they were going to be annoying at the start of the movie because yeah. they were just all really loud and just yelling over like over each other. Yeah. But then um, I know Sony said this to me, where it's like at some times it kind of felt like our family <laughs> just yelling over the top, getting into this business it's a bit. So that, I think that's kind of part of the, the comedy, too. It was very relatable. Yeah. And what I really appreciated seeing was a family that isn't always up. Well, I mean, they were up in your business. But they seemed more open-minded and more liberal than most. And it kind of reminded me of like being with our parents. Like you said, it was very relatable. And I think the scenes with the family interacting with each other were some of the most real scenes in the movie. And the only scene I got that with Shredda was actually um, the scene with her mom. Yeah. It was such a short scene and it was so simple. But that interaction, honestly, up until that point, that felt like the most real part of the entire movie because 
it was kind of right before the halfway point. Yeah. And up until that point, everything had just been about Ranbir and Shraddha kind of like literally just interacting through pickup lines. And seeing that, I was like, oh, like maybe this movie could be good, you know? Yeah, I, I didn't expect it to go in the direction of becoming like a family drama because that first half was just like kind of your stereotypical, I guess, rom-com, very over the top. But I guess that was also mm -hmm. kind of the point. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, I'm glad it went in that direction in the second half. Like you said, it definitely mm. saved the movie. Yeah. yeah. The last scene reminded me of the last scene in Dil Nido. You know, like yeah. in, in the end of that movie where like all these uncles and aunties just rushing towards the, the lifeboat. You know, you know what it reminded me of? Um, and it, it's it's like situational comedy in of like the old Akshay Kumar Priya Darshan movies. Dude, I was just gonna yeah, say yeah. I, like, I don't know if you guys watch like Day Then Then, where there's just like. There's things happening throughout the movie and at the end, all these characters finally meet each other and things just go to shit. That's kind of how it, that, that scene was. And it was it was so funny. Each character had great comedic timing. Ranbir Kapoor especially made me laugh really hard a couple of times in this in this movie. He was really good. Can I say something about Ranbir Kapoor and Shraddha Kapoor? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go for it. They have great chemistry. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say about it. Yeah. Yeah, this movie actually got me in my feels a couple of times, especially with the Arjit song. God damn it, Arjit Singh. I'm going to be listening to that song and crying my, myself to sleep later on. Dude, that song <laughs> just kind of came out of nowhere. I was <laughs> not expecting that. I haven't felt like that about a song in so long. Yeah, and it was to the point where both of us were just looking at each other and we're just like, this song is so fucking good. Yeah. And I haven't yeah. felt that way about a Bollywood song for a really long time. Yeah. And actually, I think the music in this movie was a lot better than what I thought it was in my first listens prior to watching it. I actually like the songs, most most of the songs in the movie. <laughs> so I can't get myself to like the Show Me the Tunka song. Um, but they were fun to watch. They didn't feel like they were unnecessarily added in. They kind of felt part of the plot. And it was fun. I yeah. just thought it was, it was a lot of fun watching them dance. because, And I think part of that is their chemistry, actually. Yeah. Their but, chemistry and just how good of, like, of dancers are. Yeah. yeah, how good they're at dancing. Yeah, I will say though, I think the Tumka song was very out of place in my opinion because prior to that, like they had this whole montage of, oh, like Ranbir Kapoor breaking the relationship up, right? And then after that's like sad scenes and the song you were talking about before that, and then you transition into you know this new scene where everything's just normal all of a sudden. Yeah, and they, then they and then they added time. that song. I was like, I was like, the scene's very out of place where the plot was going but that's what bollywood is yeah so there's certain things that i just kind of have to accept like they fell in love in two days that happens in every bollywood movie right the, yeah uh, they... that we watch the <laughs> actor and actress fall in love so quickly yeah, yeah. and then they make up like that <laughs> yeah. so it's kind of the same it is um kind of a callback to how rom-coms used to be back in the day yeah. except i guess now in the context of like nowadays and now that we're kind of talking about that the first half really felt like an uncle wrote this story about two young people um because like i feel like there's this like idea of our generation as just being super like uncommitted and yeah just wants to like they just want to have a good time they just want stuff that's casual and it's like yeah like people want that but people also want a lot of different things I think people have always wanted different things mm -hmm. no matter what generation you're from it's just a matter of what's been accepted or not yeah and just because all of this stuff is accept more accepted now doesn't mean that that's all everybody wants all the time yeah 
But at the same time, I think I was surprised by how Ranveer Kapoor's character yeah. fell so deeply in love with her because it honestly, when they were first interacting, it just felt very like ingenuine. I didn't think that these people were genuinely in love with each other. So it was kind yeah. of surprising that that's the, that's the turn that the story took. Yeah, I, I agree with that to an extent, but I also felt like they showed different types of people too, because I feel like Shuddha was definitely like that, right? She wasn't very committal at first, uh, or at least was scared of commitment. Even his friend was, right, who was going to get married. But then at the same time, like, I think they showed a different view of it too, where like, Renger Kapoor was all in. I don't think he was really scared of commitment at all. And then eventually they even talked about like, they didn't even really dwell too deep into it, but eventually like, even though his friend was seemed scared of that commitment, he kind of went through with it eventually and liked it. Um, so I don't know. I think Shredder Kapoor's character is definitely kind of that stereotypical, like, oh, these kids can't really commit to anything anymore. But I, I think they show different, at least in my opinion, different views of it too. I guess for me, I just didn't understand how he went from being like, this person who literally advises people on yeah. breakups to being a person who falls so madly, so deeply in love. Cause they don't really explain that. No, because he doesn't seem like the kind of person that's like super romantic. The way they set up his character at the beginning, it felt like this person has a hard time trusting people. Yeah. But at the end of the movie, that's totally not who he is because he grew up in a family that is very loving and gave him the freedom to be who he is. And that doesn't seem like the environment where someone who would grow up to be untrusting would be in. That's, that's actually a really good point. Um, like he was very family oriented and he seemed like, you know, he didn't seem like he had trust issues at all. Yet he still had this company that yeah. brings people up. So I don't know. They, they never really explained that part. I guess that was more just so that it could be like a fun, interesting story, yeah. which it was. I yeah. think I was definitely like hooked in terms of like, oh, what's going to happen next, you know? Yeah. The movie definitely felt fresh. Yeah. yeah, it did. That's the first time I've been able to say that about any movie in a long time. Any yeah. movie that's not like a Rajkumar Rao movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have, I know we've been saying a lot of good things about it. Is there anything that stands out that wasn't so good, whether there were like loopholes in the movie or just, you know, the typical love rungeon uh, BS that he gets through sometimes yeah. in his movies. I definitely did not like the first half of the movie, like, at all. Uh, for most of it, no. Anything in particular? Just, like, Ranbir Kapoor's dialogues towards Shraddha Kapoor in, in, in the beginning. They're, like, too cheesy? Too cheesy, and I know it's a rom-com, it's not supposed to be realistic and all that, because if you were to do this in real life, you'd probably get arrested. I just didn't like the overall dialogues that were written in the first half. They're just a little too over the top. A little too over the I top, very cheesy, you know, they were just gaslighting each other back and forth. <laughs> but that's pretty much what this entire movie is, right? They're just gaslighting each other. Yeah, we... But... Pretty much. But I feel like in the first half, it was like... Hey, look, I'm gaslighting you. Accept it. I, I think yeah, that was part of their banter, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I, some of the dialogues were really annoying. What about you, Sona? Yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of getting to exactly what, what I didn't like about this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that at the end of the day, it still felt like kind of minimizing the problems that women have. Mm -hmm. It's true. It, it did. You know, at the end, she clearly expresses to him that I want my own house. I want to do things my way without having all of these people telling me how I should live my life. And then he gives her a whole speech about how he can't like leave his family. And it really appeals to that whole back in the day, like with the joint family. We love movies like Hum Saat Saat Hai, Hum Aap Gaan. 
And it's kind of calling back to that and like saying like, look how great that is. And now my family's open-minded and liberal, mm -hmm. so we won't have those problems anymore. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, like I thought there was some hope when Dimple Kabadia was like, just move out with her. It's not a big deal. And that that's why that scene really spoke to me as well. But then at the end, she just like lives with the joint family. So it's like she didn't even really get what she wanted. She Her concerns weren't, you know. That's the part I don't get. Seemed like they kind of figured it out, right? Like it seemed like the family and he both kind of accepted that, you know, you needed to give her her space too. But then like the end, they didn't really show that, but they did. That definitely didn't sit right with me. And that's just the start of why I felt uncomfortable with some of the scenes in this movie. And honestly, that scene with Dimple Kapadia and Ranbir Kapoor was one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. Yeah. And I got really close to crying. I thought that the whole point of having an open-minded family and a family that gives you freedom and a family that fosters a loving environment is that they also are mature enough to understand the idea of letting go. The fact that that's not something that was really addressed is kind of weird to me because this kind of family does not exist. Yeah. You know, the confusing part to me is I feel like they did address it. They were so close, right? Because like the whole point of the whole last scene was the reason it was so funny was because they were like talking about how they crossed boundaries in the first place, right? It's like, oh, you said you told her this and then you told her this. Obviously, she didn't like that. And then at the end, when we're like even to the credits, it just seems like they just went back to doing those things. Yeah. Which is like, it's, because at that whole scene, it's like, okay, they're finally figured out, you know, they're going to give her space. That's what it felt like. So it would have been a good ending, but they didn't really show that. If you notice the part where she gets pregnant and she's reading like the baby books, yeah. everybody is reading the baby books with her and telling her what to do. And I, I saw that and I was like, this is exactly what so many women want to escape. Mm -hmm. That's one of the hardest part of being a wife or a mother in a joint family situation is that everyone has their own opinions on how you should be living your life. And it seemed like that's what Shraddha Kapoor's character was really afraid of. And that was warranted because clearly Ranbir Kapoor and his family don't know how to like draw boundaries with each other. So I was just surprised that like she was all of a sudden okay with it. Even like in the scene where she moved out and everything, she did mention that my mom went through the same thing and I don't want to do that again. Like I don't want to live through that same experience. And but she did it again. And then she did it and then she just did it. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's asking for too much nuance from a movie like this. That is true. Yeah. I think they just kind of left it like, oh no, my parents are actually cool. We're just supposed to believe that pretty much. <laughs> Other, like, there's just small, just logic things also. Just, like, do you not recognize your fiancé's voice on the phone? <laughs> yeah. That felt like some Rabne Banadi yeah. 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 It's like Clark Kent Superman bullshit. <laughs> like, puts on glasses and it's a different person all of a sudden. Pretty much, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I guess they kind of justify it by saying, like, oh, I didn't expect it to be her. Definitely a loophole in the story. Definitely. It didn't bother me too much because I was just like, whatever. Dude, how good was Ranbir Kapoor? I thought he was decent. For a rom-com like this, I think he did I think good. I think this is what the type of role he thrives in, though. Yeah. Like a stupid rom-com. Yeah, I mean, like... Dude, name his best like, movies. Loverboy. Yeah. I thought he was good in Wake Up Sid. Yeah, but he's also kind of like a similar, like... Rocket scene. Yeah. Like, he's done good movies. Yeah. 
that are not rom-coms. I guess that's true. Yeah. No, this movie definitely reminded me of rom-coms that we used to have in the 2000s. It was kind of nice to get that feeling again Mm -hmm. of going to the movie theater and seeing a rom-com that's stupid, but it's enjoyable. Yeah, I guess it kind of captured some of those like early, like you said, early 2000s, like Bollywood magic that we'd see that. Obviously, those movies don't make too much sense, but we're not really there to make sense of it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think 2023 is the revival of Bollywood? It's too early. It, it's too I, early. It's too early. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's only March. Because I there's only been two movies I've even watched this year so far. Yeah. But it's getting there. I think I think there's definitely in the past like I would say six months, I've seen some Bollywood movies I've enjoyed more in like the past like four years. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm actually looking forward to seeing that new Sharkon movie that's coming out. Javon. I'm coming to touch a lot, dude. Or whatever. But it's still gonna be in 2023. So mm-hmm. I'm actually looking forward to that. I just, I don't want to get my hopes up with all of these movies. Yeah. Even when we were leaving for this movie, I was like, well, you say that you've heard good reviews, but then I also don't want to get my hopes up. But then what if it actually turns out to be good? Yeah. I'm actually happy we went ended up watching this movie. At first, I was like, at a certain point, I was driving there and I was like, why? Why are we doing this? Yes. I really didn't think it was going to be enjoyable, but I guess that's why you don't judge a book by its cover, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing we do is like the movies we have zero expectation for, we come out like somewhat satisfied. (laughs) I think, okay, I don't know about you guys, but for Brahmastra, I'm sorry we're bringing this up again, but I think... But, but we can't have a single episode of this podcast without Shalu bringing it from last time. And what did we do to this kid? Like he's gonna he's gonna have trauma, PTSD. <laughs> but I think I think for that movie, I had an expectation of being, of it being decent, and then I came out being really disappointed. So I think my motto for Bollywood movies nowadays is just go in with zero expectation, and then see what happens from there. I think it's a little different. I think for me, it's also like what type of movie it is. And like, yeah, definitely. What are your expectations? Right? Bamasa was promised to be this superhero-esque, best visual indie movie we've ever seen. And obviously we didn't like it. Some people did. But, you know, that movie was taking itself seriously. And we didn't really enjoy that. <laughs> you know, these two movies that we, we reviewed, they weren't taking itself seriously, right? They kind of were what they were, right? One was just meant to be a fun action movie with a gigantic star in it. And that's it, it didn't promise to be like some masterpiece. Right. Same thing with this movie. This movie just it promised you a rom com and you got a rom com. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I will say, even though this movie wasn't really taking itself seriously, at yeah. least in the funny parts. Yeah. For some reason, the emotional parts actually resonated. Yeah, and that's that's part of the Bollywood rom-com thing, right? Like Bollywood movies really get you in your feels. Yeah. <laughs> and that's part of the magic. That's, I think, why we kind of like this movie, aside from the comedic aspects, is we actually felt the movie, um, yeah. despite its issues. And I think that has to do with, honestly, the writing and the the acting. It's surprising to say, mate, the direction wasn't awful. Yeah. <laughs> with Love yeah. 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 I don't know about you guys, but the reason I like old movies like DDLJ is because the funny parts are funny and the movie doesn't take itself too yeah. seriously. But then whenever there is an emotional scene, they would always hit the right notes, Yeah. right? Like I think about in DDLJ, the scene with her mom when they're in Punjab and her mom is asking her to forget Shah Rukh Khan. And partly probably also because Farida Jalal is just an incredible actress. But that scene just resonates and you feel for these characters and you relate to them. And I got that in this movie too, especially with the moms. 
I think. <laughs> yeah, the second half really was a lot of parts that were super emotional. And not only just with the family, I, I thought the scenes between Shoda and Runbeer were done pretty well. Well acted. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was in my feels with the song. <laughs> and we were we were joking because why is Runbeer Kapoor the best at being sad? Yeah. Yeah, the... that's true. He does the emotional scenes really well. Yeah, the sad walk away <laughs> from the yeah. girl to the camera. <laughs> There's something about his eyes. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get back into my Runbeer Kapoor fangirling oh, she, here. She's back into her Runbeer. Yeah, era. Oh, we, shit, haven't here we, seen, go again. we haven't seen this since I was a teenager. But yeah, no, there's something about Ranbir Kapoor's eyes and the way he emotes with them. Mm-hmm. And especially in the, you know, the breakup scenes, they really focused on his eyes. And you could tell that, um, well, it just seemed more genuine. What do you guys think about Shraddha Kapoor? Can I say your line? She's oh, God, hot. So hot. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you say that about most Bollywood actresses. That's why it's Michelle's line. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No, no. <laughs> I'm honestly like that. You know that song with the Bita Kihe or whatever. I don't know how to feel about that song because at first I was like, "This is so dumb," but also amazing at the same time. It was catchy. You know why it was amazing though? It's because Shraddha was being Shraddha and she was doing it really well. She's such a good dancer too. Yeah, she made that song. Yeah, she did. In terms of dancing, I think Shraddha and Ranbir are very much on the same level, or they're very similar dancers. Because their dancing is not just about the technicalities. It's also about the expressions. And like, I think they both make their steps look really natural. It just blends in together pretty well. Yeah. yeah. I honestly think that they had the best chemistry in their dance sequences. Yeah, yeah I could see that. Maybe it was also because the dialogues between them. I just couldn't do it. I don't... It was weird because overall I liked the movie, but I hated every single time the um, main actor and actress interacted, except (laughs) maybe like the actual emotional scenes. So like the first half essentially you didn't like. Yeah, I mean, I think they were just talking in metaphors and pickup lines, which is... That can get exhausting really yeah, quickly. Yeah, I think that goes back to like what we were saying, which is like them talking in monologues. And I was like, yeah, it, like you said, it just got exhausting. Yeah. It didn't help that it took us like four hours to watch this goddamn movie. Because <laughs> of our AMC. You want to describe that situation, Charlie? So we walk into the movie theater and notice that there's nothing playing on the screen. Usually, <laughs> usually when the movie starts at the given time, they'll play previews for 10 to 15 minutes. But there's nothing playing. It was completely turned off. And then we were told that the projector wasn't working when they did play the previews they were playing movies that had already been released i was assuming there'd be some bywood trailers but that's neither here or there <laughs> and then you just wanted to see kisika pai kisiki yes i wanted to see that so Khan's hair and big screen dude i would love to then see you that. could actually see the line of the wig too like properly <laughs> oh, in 4k ultra hdr excuse me Ma'am, are you insinuating that that hair isn't real? I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have dissed Salman Pai like that. How'd you have the courage? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not part of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So after the first half of the movie, it was like an intermission or like an interval, whatever you want to call it. And then nothing was playing like for solid, like what, two minutes. We were expecting that it was just going to go straight to the movie if it was just pitch black. And then like a couple of employees had to come out and say, oh yeah, the second half of the movie isn't available. You know what I think happened? I don't think they understood the concept of intermissions in Bollywood movies. <laughs> that's pro- that's so they didn't late. know what to do. But they played like, Bollywood movies there before. But it's like they were saying they lost the second half of the movie You're, exactly no, 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 from no, the interval. No, no, they didn't lose it. They're like the production company didn't give them the second half of the movie. I'm like, you think T-Series wouldn't give you the second half of 
of the movie? Yeah, maybe when these movies that have intermissions come to the movie theaters, they come in like two sets of the reel or whatever. And they just didn't understand the concept of putting one reel in the first half and then one reel in the second half. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they were like, wait, so there's like two, two separate movies. <laughs> Two for the price of one. Dang. Dude, that the employee came in and said, we're going to need like 15 minutes to figure out what's happening with it. And all of us in the theater were just like, oh yeah, 15 minutes, that's fine. I mean, that's what an intermission is for. <laughs> that was a real intermission. Dude. That was a real yeah. intermission. And Which, I haven't gotten an intermission like that in like years. Again, Nas 8 vibes. Dude, straight up Nas 8 vibes. The movie's not working well. You got a 15 minute intermission. Yeah. What else do you need? So right before the movie actually starts playing again, Again, one of the employees comes in and they're like oh yeah they didn't give us the second half of the reel so we can give you guys a refund and we're really sorry about that guys and I was about to like flip out even though I didn't like the first half I think I was starting to get interested once the family came into the picture and I was like man this is gonna be super disappointing if we have to like go back you were like I want my beer and I want him now yeah exactly and I haven't felt like that in a long time <laughs> But then, like, literally, as the employee is telling us this, all of a sudden, he, like, hears from somebody in the back. And, like, they're just like, no, 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 we found it. <laughs> so they're like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, cool, we got the movie working. And then we started playing. I'm we like, okay. found the reel that we were supposed to play. <laughs> but interesting that's... experience. Imagine imagine if we hopped on here today and we only just talked about the first half of the time. Dude, that, this would be a very different podcast episode. I don't think anybody really would have been too happy with it. Yeah. yeah. That kind of definitely describes, like, the tale of two halves that the movie was. Is oh, yeah. Yeah. Completely different movie in the second half. But I feel like that's just a classic Bollywood thing. Yeah. The second half is always just better. Yeah. And wraps up the movie. It's actually the main story of the movie. Honestly, I think about like Fana and how great the second half was. Yeah. And it was a completely different movie too. I feel like Bollywood movies do this a lot where they completely shift tone. Yeah. And this movie was very much like that where it was jumping from like happy to sad, happy to sad very quickly. And I was like, man, this is very Bollywood. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that does bring up the question, like when you have a movie with an intermission or an interval, does the movie theater get two separate, (laughs) you know, two separate files for the movie? I have no idea, man. Now I feel like I really want to know. Yeah. I feel like people are going to know and they're going to be like, you dumbasses. Should I call Dharma Productions right now and find That's out? That's how it works. It's Yash Yash Films. Sorry, guys. Yash Yash Films and uh, T-Series. Yeah, this movie is Yash Yash. Can I say that? After watching Romantics? It felt like a Dharma movie. It did. It did. But you've been fooled again by Yash Yash Films. Yeah, That's why they did the Romantics to begin with. Gotcha. Dimple Kapadia is in everything. And I'm here yeah. for it. She She's like in Hollywood, too. Yeah, she was in yeah. Tenet, right? Yeah, she's in Tenet. Yeah, she's good. She's a good actress. Her comic timing is good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, anything she's in. Boney Kapoor was hilarious. I <laughs> love seeing Boney Kapoor. I was dying laughing. His character was. We had like, one dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> like over and over again, but it just killed me every time he said. He was very classic dad. Yeah. He played the dad role well, just like his brother. I love the daddy in, in that movie. Okay, but the by far the best character was the kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The no, kid, the kid was, was really funny, and the kid's comedic, comedic timing was. Very, very good. Saying a lot, I usually don't like child actors. I feel like they're usually annoying, but yeah, yeah they did a good job. Yeah. This whole movie is like Chedin Lerki in. Yeah. Well, not the, whole... the opposite. Chedin Lerki out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not not the whole movie, the first half, especially. More like the first half and like the middle of it. 
Yeah, and Ranbir Kapoor's character felt like Salman Khan's character and partner, but he does, he does the opposite. I feel job. like he was even acting like Salman Khan. Yeah. The movie was also like kind of meta <laughs> with their jokes sometimes. Yeah. And he even had Karthik in the movie, who I thought was pretty funny. I think he's a very natural actor. Yeah, when he, I think for comedic roles, yeah. For comedic roles. Yeah, I think his comedic timing was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of like Akshay Kumar. I don't know about that. I think Akshay Kumar, when it comes to comedy, is like on a well, yeah. level altogether. Well, I, I'm just saying that like he reminds me of Akshay Kumar in terms of like yeah. the comedic timing he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of Bollywood movies now are doing this thing where they just make references back to Bollywood. And <laughs> yeah. Daz Apna Apna did that way back in the day. Yeah. And I think that those are some like, I mean, that entire movie is just a masterpiece. But the scenes where they're making references to Bollywood... Or to Amir Khan and Salman Khan's own movies. Like, I love those parts. And so I kind of got that feeling with this one, too. Where they were making references to Ranbir Kapoor and Shanda Kapoor's stuff. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I think at the beginning of this movie, I was, like, genuinely laughing at some things. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? This is weird. I was <laughs> Why expecting- am I having fun? <laughs> Why am I- what is this feeling? <laughs> But yeah, honestly, that's how I feel about this movie overall is just like didn't go in with a lot of expectations, but it kind of just um, it got me. (laughs) Yeah, it got me too. That's probably the right way to go into the movie was low expectations. Do you think that should just be a rule going into Bollywood movies with low expectations? Because what if we walked into this movie with high expectations and it didn't meet those expectations? Well, there are no expectations to begin with from that trailer alone. (laughs) Well, the trailer... It was weird because we felt like it was just too over the top even then. But in the context of this movie, it makes sense because their characters were just over the top. But at that time, it just looked like bad acting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of why I felt like the trailer was a little misleading. Um, And maybe that's what they wanted to do. Maybe. Or maybe it was just a poorly made trailer. Yeah, I I think it was poorly made. That'll be my motto going into that new Salman Khan movie. We're we're not watching that one. I'm saying that right now. We're not watching that at the theater. Right, guys? Yeah, I don't think I have any interest in watching the new Salman Khan movie. I will. Okay, Shabu, you, you can, review this by yourself. Shabu, you can go by yourself to AMC Mission Valley. Yes. Okay. Make sure they have both uh, reels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall, I think if you like rom-com Bollywood type movies that we grew up with, I think you will enjoy this movie. Yeah, I think it's a fun watch. Yeah. And I'm excited because I feel like I'm kind of getting my old Bollywood back. Yeah. It did feel like that. Some of the songs also felt like that. I think we started this podcast at the right time, guys. I think so. I don't want to like jinx it. What if like the next five movies that we watch suck? But uh, (laughs) but yeah, so so far, um, I'm liking what we've watched just ever since we started this podcast. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. So let's just hope that it continues. Or maybe we are the solution. Maybe maybe our, we did this. Maybe our podcast is the we, reason why Bollywood we saved good. Bollywood. We, yeah, we let it be known here yeah. today that yeah. Bagal Janta saved Spade Bollywood. Bollywood. You're welcome. I'm waiting until Netflix makes a documentary on us of how we saved Bollywood. Where <laughs> instead of the romantics, it's the the Bagals. The, the, the Bagals. Netflix, where are you at? Yeah, dude.